kicking it, ho, ho, ho. Niggas trying to, niggas trying to, trying to be a, be a slick shit. How you gonna do a Figgy Girl song and not a cool Nicky, cool Nicky? I mean, come on now, you know my fuck. Hey y'all, and welcome to another episode of Shit Siren Says, starring me, your girl Siren, who has been gone for like fucking forever. And if you hear a beep, it's because I'm hungry, so I'm making noodles to consume after I record this. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yes, bitch, um, I want to talk about a few things today, and I apologize y'all. As I've stated in the past, I am trying to get better with not rambling, but I'm a rambling ass bitch. Like, it's so hard for me. But anyways, first thing I wanted to talk about um and share with you all is about the Saturn return um something that I did not know about until I turned 27 and did not believe until probably up until recently a few months back um want to talk about this too because it's probably the main reason that shit siren says has become stagnant um so if you're not aware of what a Saturn return is a Saturn return is an astrological event I like to look at it as a late 20s early 30s crisis um don't know what to call it because they're not at the midlife point per se but you know you're getting up there in years you're getting older you make the stallion knees are starting to fail the check engine light is now on <laughs> um not that 30 is old y'all my bad but um yes basically it usually starts around 27 years of age and most people call it an ego death um you are basically going to go through a lot of situations, tower moments, as the tarot card readers would call it, um, where basically life is kicking your ass, but not in a harmful way, which it took me till recently to realize that it's not, the Saturn return is not meant to harm you. It is meant to teach you. Um, so tower events, I'll just switch to major life events, such as um, major breakups, career changes, um, financial issues, divorces, marriages, babies, um, a lot of big major life turning events like that will happen. I personally believe just going through my own Saturn return, um, a lot of it is repeated cycles on high and it's there to teach you and evaluate. Have you learned how to address these situations or have you not? So if you don't learn how to move out of those certain cycles, um, usually negative cycles, then you stay stuck in them. If you do learn, okay, good. We're ready for the next chapter. Um, personally, for me, it's been a lot, a lot of ass whooping, my ass getting whooped by life, but I appreciate it. Um, I remember when I first heard about the Saturn return, um, like a few months after me turning 27 last year, I didn't believe in it. I was like, that's bullshit. My life is just, it fucking sucks. <laughs> That's all I can say at the time. It fucking sucks. But in reality, like looking back over certain things that have happened in the past year and has it been a half? We almost at 2023. Um, a lot of it was were not happy situations, but they were necessary situations. They were situations that taught me big major lessons or made me readdress how I was handling certain things in my life. Definitely how I handle romantic relationships has been brought up. Um Definitely how I make certain decisions um, regarding me and my family have been brought up. Um, just a lot of shit. Medical issues, because for those of y'all who follow me on Instagram, you will know that I was in the hospital, what was that, beginning September 1st? Um, yeah, and I almost was near death. So, <laughs> yeah, life has been beating my ass, y'all. But like I said, for good reason. So, if you're in your younger 20s um, and you're getting closer to 27, um, you may not believe and that's okay, but 
just know that life is watching and the best advice I have ever gotten, um, which was recently this year, is that if you don't deal with life, life will start dealing with you. And I really will sum up the Saturn return as that. Um, life starts dealing with you and life starts making you break old habits. Um, one habit, which we're going to talk about today, um, for me definitely has been codependency. Ooh -wee. So if you follow me on Instagram again, you might've heard me ranting about how, as I have gotten older, um, I'm assuming I'm getting less codependent, which I'm really excited about. Um, I see the toxicity in being codependent nowadays, and I like that now I want to, I want to view relationships as a compliment to my life versus a completion. Um, and I feel like in the past, I really felt like relationships could complete me, um, would complete me. Main reason being is because I have an obsession, I've had an obsession and still fucking actively have it, which sucks. Um, I have an obsession that... I need to live the white picket fence dream. And I know that sounds fucking ridiculous, but like, I think just moving through life and seeing like people I went to high school with or college with, they get married, they start their lives and they have the norm. Um, and I live kind of like a, I don't want to say I live a crazy life, but I do live a little alternatively from the normal, I guess. Um, there will be periods in time where like I'll get like FOMO and I'll have like fear of like I'm missing out like oh I'm getting older and I haven't got married like and I know it sounds fucking ridiculous but yeah I really had to like become more self-aware that every blue moon I like get really sad and blue and I feel like people are passing me but then I have to realize who's to say that those people are passing me up who's to say that that is my ideal life and that will bring me joy because I don't fucking know that I don't like logically I can say that but y'all when I be in the mood and I'll be like everyone's getting married and having families and they have a house like <laughs> as if I don't as if I'm not blessed to have a home as if I'm not blessed to have my little you know family with my fur baby and my human child as if that's not a blessing um so I don't know why I do that but I think that has like heavily influenced my codependency um because I just like, yeah, I got to find the one, which, bitch, I am the one. <laughs> I mean, no period. So, yeah, that's another reason why I've been trying to flip my mindset on relationships are compliments. They're not completions. Because, um, again, the question I always ask is what happens when that relationship is like ends or something changes? What happens? Who are you at the end of the day? Um, one thing I was ranting about on Instagram was also like my decrease in um, the amount of time I need to be in a partner's face. I can remember, especially a highlight of last year um, when I was dating somebody, I like had the tendency to over fixate on one person, which is not a bad thing to be interested. Like I'm not saying it's like a bad thing, but like I would over fixate to the point that I need to be up this person's ass and around the fucking corner in their fucking colon 24-7. If I'm not in your face, we're texting, we're calling, we're, like, just constant spending time together. And like I said, I don't want to say that it's not nice to be interested in somebody, but here is the problem. With doing that, it is very easy to put yourself by the wayside and make that relationship the biggest priority when in reality it is not. And I don't feel bad about saying that. It is not. Um... This might sound selfish and I'm not saying it to be, I'm not saying it for people to be selfish. I'm saying it for you to understand that you only have one you. You are indeed the center of your universe. 
if your cup is not filled, you cannot pour into anybody else's cups. Whether that be a relationship, a romantic partner, whether that be friends, family, um, children, fucking pets, I guess. I don't know. You know, you if your cup is not filled, you cannot pour into other people. So you do have to make yourself a priority. Even in a relationship, yes, it is nice to develop relationships. Yes, it is nice to fall in love. That's all cute, beautiful, mm, lovely. But you have to put self-love first. You have to take care of yourself first. Um, plus, like I said, like... In today's time and age too, and also just thinking of the age bracket that I'm in, that some of my peers are in, that some of y'all who did used to previously listen to Shit Siren Says are in, because again, I see the statistics, so I know how old y'all ninjas are. Um, you know, a lot of us are in our, you know, younger 20s, mid 20s, um, possibly late 20s, early 30s. We don't have our lives together. A lot of us, especially in this shit ass economy, are working and putting in a lot more fucking hours just trying to make ends meet or trying to elevate ourselves to whatever level we want to see ourselves at so you need time for that you need time to do self-care you need time to do your hobbies so yeah you don't need to necessarily be up someone's ass and around their colon 24 7 because who got the fucking time that's like when i see these younger people on instagram like oh if it takes you two minutes to text me back you don't need to talk to me bitch what people got motherfucking jobs responsibilities people cannot be obligated to text you back in two minutes flat all the time like i know even for myself i will forget to text my friends back and it don't be on purpose sometimes i just be doing whatever or working or in a certain mood life happens guys like life happens and no one has time to be up your ass. Plus, again, like I keep saying, if you if your cup is half empty, how the fuck are you pouring into somebody else's cup, bitch? Go take care of yourself. <laughs> Period. Um, but that's definitely like a big change I noticed. And like for a minute, like I used to think I was crazy. I was like feeling like, am I am I am I crazy? Am I mean now? Like, why do I not want to be up someone's ass twenty four seven anymore? But I think, like, when I think about it logically, I'm like, maybe it's a healthy balance for me because I have also had to reevaluate, like, the time I have and, like, you know, the things I want to do. Plus, for me personally, like, as I get older, I really am appreciative of seeing whether it be my friends, um, whether people, people, like, I'm interested in a romantic level, I'm really happy to see them have time to themselves so they can grow, um, whether that be doing their favorite activity um, whether that be, you know, elevating their career, going to school, whatever, I really find that to be a beautiful experience and it's nice to be around and see people have that growth. So part of me also feels like, yeah, like maybe that's another reason my codependency has gone down too, because I'm starting to realize that. Like, I don't know if this can resonate with you guys. Like I said, I'm just sitting here talking an awful lot of shit, <laughs> but you know, it's all in good fun. <laughs> I'm just excited to be back recording, guys, and running my fucking mouth and not doing it on the Instagram stories. Granted, I love Instagram stories, but um, I switched platforms so now I can see myself on video and do all my little hand gestures and shit. <laughs> okay, to segue, bitch, I have not even been recording that long. To segue into another fucking topic that I wanted to discuss, I wanted to give y'all a movie review. Yes, so no kink of the week, at least right now. I might bring that shit back, but I have a movie I want to discuss, and... I am going to give spoilers because I'm that type of bitch. I'm sorry, y'all. Everyone is not like me to where I can get, like, the whole synopsis of a movie and I'm going to still watch that bitch because I got to see, the, like, the fuckery play out for myself. So, the movie I want to discuss is X, 
Um, it's produced by A24 Studios. It was um, directed by Ty West. Um, pretty sure Ty West has done like a lot of horror movies. I don't know. I don't pay attention. <laughs> I don't pay attention that fucking hard. But yeah, it's directed by Ty West. Okay. So this fucking movie is supposed to be like a horror movie. But I'm not going to cap. It fucking cracked me up. <laughs> and y'all going to see why. So I'm going to give y'all the synopsis. I don't even care. I don't even fucking care. If you want to go watch the movie, turn this shit off. Just go watch it for yourself. Okay. So the movie is based in the 70s. Okay. And this is like at the start of when like porn was getting it started. Okay. Like, you know, like Linda Lovelace is coming out. Um, you know, porn, like, you know, back in the 70s, bitch, they ain't have porn hub. They just couldn't like, you know, hop on their iPhone and just start wanking it out. Okay. Like you had to go buy videos. But yeah, different time period. So porn is like get like you know breaking out a little bit, and there's this crew. You know, it's some girls. Kid Cudi is in it. Kid Cudi is actually a porn star. Um, this country ass guy whose voice I fucking loved, and these two college kids are gonna, who are going to help them produce a porn movie called The Farmer's Daughter. So they head out from Houston to the middle of the buttfuck country to stay on this fucking farm that's owned by these two fucking, and excuse me, because I think older people are fucking beautiful and glorious, but these older people in this fucking movie look like they were on fucking meth. I don't even fucking care. Like, they look terrible. They look fucking terrible. So they go to stay on this property that's owned by these two meth head looking fucking old ass white people, okay? Mm. and from jump these people just give you really creepy vibes besides the fact that they look like they have been doing meth all their fucking life they just are really fucking weird husband is rude as fuck and he like basically tells people like i don't like y'all and mind you he does not know that these niggas are here shooting porn i'm sorry i used the n-word y'all my bad y'all know so he does not know that these ninjas are up there shooting porn okay long story short we find out that grandma is a sexually repressed freak Yes, basically this old mean ass man, okay, old method mean meanie butt, he can't give her no dick because he got heart problems, I guess. So she like all on him, she like, oh, like look at them young people out there. They're young and they're fucking, I'm not fucking. Come on, granddaddy, give me some pipe. And he's like, no, my heart. Like mind y'all, you start to feel bad for the old lady, okay? Cause like she puts on her makeup, she tries to like emulate the makeup of this one girl who's gonna be in the porn movie that they these old people don't know is gonna be shot. Like she is trying to make herself look fucking good so she can secure some fucking dick from her husband. And I don't blame her because like grandma was horny. She needs some dick. So <laughs> long story short, she don't get no dick because like I said, the old man said his heart is bad. He could have at least ate her pussy though. But I digress. So long story short, grandma's sexually rep repressed and she runs into one of the people shooting a porn movie and she basically trying to shoot her shot on him because like I told y'all, granddaddy said, no, nah, my heart. So she like, hey, young fella, literally grabbing the young man, rubbing him, caressing him, trying to kiss him. And the like, boy is like, uh-uh, grandma, like get off of me. Do you know what this hoe do? Do y'all know what this hoe do? She stabbed this nigga. She stabbed him. And when I say stab him, not once, not twice, a few motherfucking times, okay? She starts she start stabbing him like she wanted her coochie to get stabbed. She starts stabbing the fuck out of him. So, <laughs> this is how it all begins. Long story short, to give y'all, like, the Sparkno version, 
grandma and grandpa go on a killing spree all fucking night because grandma says she's motherfucking tired of seeing these young people fucking and slutter bucking but slutter bucking <laughs> slutter bucketing while she can't get no dick she was miserable one person does live i will not tell who like i ain't trying to run the whole movie but the thing that made me mad about the movie was granddaddy was able to go on a killing spree with grandma that night but his heart bad how that work? How that work, bitch? How that work? How you got energy to run your happy ass all around this motherfucking farm and kill young people? Okay? Young people. But you ain't have no energy to give grandma no dick so we could have prevented all this situation? You ain't have at least no tongue game to eat her pussy? Because he could have did that. And the wild part about it is, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all this so y'all ain't disturbed. Actually, no. I'm going to leave that part. Y'all going to see some shit. But long story short, the movie had me dying. Because I'm just like, is this what happens? Like, you become an old sexually repressed person and you just start killing niggas? <laughs> it was a fucking hilarious movie. I recommend it. It does start off slow. But if you're somebody like me who is a weirdo and likes weird movies, I feel like you'll enjoy it. Just give it some time. But anyways, y'all. I guess I'm going to leave it there. I, am I gonna leave it here like am I gonna leave it here I don't know what else to talk about like I was trying to think of what else to talk about bitch but I, I'll be back with more I'll be back with more until next time peace love and poetry goodbye